Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. To create strong performing teams with best-in-class innovation and creativity, companies recognize that they must change their strategies to find diverse talent. In this HR Chat episode, I'm joined by Dean Delpeach, Senior Manager, Talent Acquisition at Fix Software and speaker at the July 8th Innovate Work East Coast virtual event. His session is designed to help leaders and HR build talent pipelines for diversity to contribute to their organization's overall business strategy through proven methodologies. Dean, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today. Bill, thank you so much. So excited to uh, have a chat with you. So beyond my wee introduction there, Dean, please tell our listeners about FIX and about your role there. Yeah, absolutely. So FIX, we are a medium-sized software development company in Toronto, Canada. And what we do is we provide company software um, where they are doing maintenance on their capital assets and need to make sure that their capital assets run efficiently and effectively so that they don't lose revenue, but most importantly, um, so that it uh, provides sustainability with that uh, machinery plus within our planet. And so that's uh, what our software does. In terms of my role at FIX, I um, have a a very neat lens, I would say, or a neat view in in the organization. So half of my role Um, is responsible for talent acquisition and talent attraction in the organization. I manage a team that uh, effectively works on recruiting, uh, you know, the, the, the most qualified candidates into our company. And then the other half of my role is I am accountable to our uh, senior leadership team leading up to the board on our diversity, inclusion, equity, and belonging strategy for the company. So that's how my role is split into two. You're going to be presenting on July 8th. We are recording this on July 6th, listeners. So this is going to be one of the fastest turnarounds for an HR podcast ever. Uh, Recording it today, it's going to go out hopefully tomorrow, which is July 7th. And we're going to use that as part of the build up to the event happening on Wednesday, July 8th. Uh, and it's a fantastic lineup, including Dean and uh, and Greg Brown and a host of other awesome speakers. I'll be involved as well, the beautiful Rob Catalano. So uh, if you want to join that, please go to innovatework.co and there you'll find a page for the, uh, for the July 8th event. Uh, and your session is called Diversifying Talent Pipelines for Recruitment. Uh, without sharing all the takeaways at this point, Dean, can, can you provide a bit of an overview of the session and, and why it's a must-see for our listeners? Yeah, absolutely, Bill. Thanks for, for asking. So when I was doing my master's um, in human resource management, you know, I had to conduct a lot of research on diversity. And throughout the year since then, you know, I've really kept abreast on quite a bit of research that has to deal with um, the power of harnessing diverse teams within um, an organization. And there are studies uh, that pretty much conclude that um, when your organization is more diverse, meaning having candidates that come from 
different backgrounds, experiences, cultures, could be ages, uh, ethnicities, sexualities, all coming together and managed um, uh, properly, then what's gonna happen is you will produce stronger outcomes. And um, when you look at the concept of even gender diversity in organizations, um, companies that are have stronger gender diversity, for example, produce um, a certain percentage in terms of profitability higher than others. And when it comes to visible minorities, um, it's, it's even higher. So, you know, this is, I think, an important discussion for leaders because leaders want to ensure that, number one, their companies are, are producing innovative products, and number two, that they're meeting their needs of their clients, and number three, that they're, you know, providing profitability for their shareholders. And this is, is really, um, you know, a part of the drive of as to why um, we're going to discuss this and why it's important. And then I, I would, you know, kind of conclude my statements there by also just mentioning, you know, the recruitment process is the gateway for talent to come into your organization. And uh, uh, we really want to look at proven ways of being able to, to, to do that. We'll be right back after this short message from one of our supporters, High Road Human Capital. So your business doesn't have a dedicated recruitment or HR professional, but every month you have HR and recruitment needs. What if these professionals were at your fingertips on an as-needed, when-needed basis? You know, kind of like a tap you can turn off and on. At High Road Human Capital, that's who we are and that's what we do. So if your company has gotten to the point where HR policies are needed or you're completely put off by the high price of staffing firms, or maybe there's hundreds, maybe thousands of unread resumes stacked up in your inbox, let us take all that pain away and only charge you for the time it takes us. You'll be billed according to our unique activity-based pricing model. You'll know where every penny was spent, no exceptions, no ambiguity. And your return on investment, so strong it's going to jump off the page and smack you. So to find out more, find us at highroadhr.ca or call us at 416-453-7023. Um, I'd, I'd like to go through with you now the some of the hope for learning outcomes. Um, there are three main ones that, that you mentioned to me before we uh, started recording uh, this interview today. Um, I'm going to shout each of the headline learning outcomes at you, Dean, one by one. And uh, I'd love you to take 30 to 60 seconds on each just to uh, explore that with, with our listeners. Uh, so the first one, number one, enhance and improve your talent flow for diverse talent. Yeah, so I, I strongly believe that um, it is important not to just utilize, you know, your regular flow of how you find talent, but to go out of the box. And um, typically, with a lot of organizations, it, it's customary if you're in Canada, for example, to put your job on your website and then that goes to maybe indeed or putting it on your linkedin or putting and and using those boards in order to to find people as well as you know using you know referrals which i think are fantastic because we have a very strong referral program but there are other ways of finding talent 
that you may not have considered tapping into in the past, where I think that when you hear the session, you know, it'll give you a sense of how you can harness some of those um, different means and really improve the talent flow when you're looking at the concept of diversity. And so that's, that's what we're going to be looking at, how you can improve upon what you're currently doing to ensure that you're getting a, a lot more diverse talent into your pipeline. Okay, thank you. I think that was definitely under 60 seconds. You're all over this. Uh, number two, learn about key strategies that you can deploy to reach qualified applicants. Yeah, so I'm excited about this because we're going to uh, delve into a strategy that was um, uh, researched uh, and uh, discussed in, in, a, in a Harvard Business Review that I kind of want to bring across to um you know all the audience that is going to be a, a part that i think may be a, a great supplement to what you're doing in your actual recruitment process and then I, i'm also going to share some data from some of the things that we discovered um, in our recruitment process that uh you know um, has helped us now to move towards, you know, changing the way that we do recruitment. And so I'm really excited to share it. Um, and, and I think that when, 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 you know, the audience is, is present for, for that, my hope is that they would take away something from uh, some of these strategies uh, and methodologies that I'll be discussing that they really can implement or apply if they uh, may not have that type of application when reviewing candidates. So uh, looking forward to talking about that. Man, our listeners are out there right now going, yeah, but what are these strategies? What are these methodologies? Well, you just have to tune in and join us on the 8th to find out. Absolutely. You have to tune in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the third big takeaway, Dean, is is around improving one's organization's employer brand. Uh, can you Can you explain that a bit? Yeah. So, um, you know, employment branding, I think, is a, a very important part part of this whole exercise when we're talking about recruiting, um, you know, diverse talent. And uh, I, I'm going to share briefly in the discussion. I, I think we could really, really have a whole session on employment branding. So I'm going to briefly discuss, um, you know, different, you know, thoughts and tips and suggestions on ways you can kind of quickly improve your employment brand. Um, you know, if it's not something that you've been focusing on uh, before. Okay. And actually, uh, listeners, if, if you're interested in um, in learning a bit more about uh, employee branding and, and what's changed in the last few months, I'd, I'd, I'd urge you to check out my recent interview with uh, Keris Hogarty as well. Uh, she was a speaker at the, the most recent Innovate Work West Coast edition. Uh, based over in Vancouver. A very interesting lady, uh, runs a big HR team, had lots of interesting things to say, so do check that out as well. Uh, Dean, we're coming towards the end of this interview already. Before we wrap things up, two more questions for you. Um, firstly, a, a big portion of what you're going to be talking about is is uh, the strategies to, to find diverse talent. Um, and uh, also part of that is being is being more inclusive. Um, in my opinion, I, I believe that Canada is a pretty awesome place when it comes to inclusivity compared to many other places out there. Um, but as a response to what's happened over the past couple of months, and I'm thinking here in, in terms of George Floyd's murder, um, have, have you noticed when you're 
chatting again with with your peers um has there been a big change in terms of companies looking to refine their recruitment efforts for example in terms of installing new programs to counter unconscious biases in in their recruitment processes yeah uh great question i mean well first of all you know just even in the concept or the the thought of talking with george floyd my heart goes out to his his family um Absolutely. and also just you know myself being um identifying as black you know i um you know share kind of you know the same sentiments as many other of my black fellow colleagues and and people that i know um in terms of just you know the the feelings and the frustration and the experiences that we we've been feeling one of the things that i found uh bill to be quite frank with you is that we've been talking about diversity and inclusion for a very long time like this is not something that just came up you know a couple of weeks ago this is a discussion but one of the things that i've noticed is that prior to this happening it was just good buzzwords you know good thoughts but what's happening now is I think with the motivation of uh, people really, really sharing, you know, their sentiments and feelings and things that are happening is leaders and companies and organizations have been really taking note. And so whether it's on different social media platforms, you know, you're obviously seeing companies making statements and you're also seeing companies beginning to um, uh address the situation by, you know, giving, whether it's money towards different uh, black specific, let's say, uh, organizations or, or different racial uh, groups. But um, one thing that we, I think that we have not seen um, forthright, if I could say it, is how are companies going to change their structures and their systems in order to really, really bring in more diverse talent that are racialized and marginalized. And as much as I agree with you, Canada is a pretty awesome place to live. When you actually check out different numbers um, proportionally, what you find is it's very, very similar to countries like um, the US and the UK. We just have a smaller population base, but when you look at the actual percentages, a lot of things are similar. So for example, when you look, you know, a recent, um, a recent little, you know, quick research came out uh, about companies in the TSX and how I think less than 1% of those companies have any black leadership in their boards. So, it, you know, these things now are starting to really, really take shape. And one thing that I have found um, at, at least with us at Fix, is we've been working on these programs for actually quite a long time. And we're now able to share kind of what we do from a strategy, strategy perspective to counter things like unconscious bias and things of that nature. Um, and I think, uh, you know, just to kind of maybe say, you know, one more quick thing is, in my opinion, it, it's really about countering the systems that cause inequity in our companies. And then after you've countered these systems, then you can move forward to training people to really, really see their own biases and help them improve. Um, so a, a little bit of a, 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 I would call it a, a long-winded answer, but I think that the, the key is, is that you're seeing leaders now move, but we really wanna see the transparency when it comes to, okay, great, you've acknowledged that, um, it's important to have diverse teams. You acknowledged that we should give to different efforts. 
but now um, let's see what your company is doing to really make it happen. Okay, thank you. Um, we are pretty much at the ending. Uh, one more question for you for today. Uh, and that's how can our listeners connect with you and how can they also learn more about fix yeah fantastic so how you can connect with me um i'm I'm on linkedin uh that is the social media platform um i primarily use i do have a twitter account and i got to figure out how to get really into it because i'm not really a tweeter (laughs) but uh, i really really gotta do that so you can just easily find me at dean del peach and that's spelled d e l p as in peter e a c h e um, and my Twitter handle is at Del Peachy, so it's just D-E-L-P-E-A-C-H-Y. And then in terms of how do you find out more about Fix, yeah, please come visit us on our website at www.fixsoftware.com. So that's www.fixsoftware.com with two I's. Wonderful. Uh, I'd, I'd just like to add listeners. Uh, I've had a chance to chat with Dean on a few occasions now, and he's an absolute gentleman. Uh, he's, he's, he's a good conversationalist. So uh, please do get in contact with him. Um, he's, he's, he's always open to having a chat. He's, he's a very warm chap. Um, so I'm sure he'd, he'd welcome that. Uh, but that just leaves me to say for today, Dean, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Bill, it was fantastic, and I hope that uh, I've enticed the listeners enough to make sure that they sign up and register for Wednesday. I, I really would love to 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 see them and, and hear from them on Wednesday. And yeah, again, listeners on that, uh, innovatework.co, go there, uh, look for the tab that says uh, events, I think, or locations, and you'll see a drop down for East Coast, um, or just go to LinkedIn. I'll be shouting about it. Rob Catalano will be shouting about it. Dean will be shouting about it, as well as other speakers. Uh, and then uh, register. It takes five seconds. It's free to register, and you'll uh, you'll have a great time. So um, that just leaves me to say for today. Until next time, listeners, stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.